This is HPR episode 2307 entitled BFNUV5RBHF slash UHF handset part 4 and is part of the series QSK HAM radio. It is hosted by Mr. X and is about 16 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is an in-depth series about the BFNUV5RBHF slash UHF handheld transceiver. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Welcome, Hacker Public Radio audience. My name is Mr X. As usual, I'd like to start by thanking the people at HPR for making this service available. If we all contributed to the show, we'd have more shows than we know what to do with. The show is provided by the community for the community. It's actually very easy. They've gone to a great deal of effort to streamline the whole process and it's, it's really quite quite easy. It's... Um, the, 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 the hardest bit I find is, is getting around to writing the, the show notes. Um, it's just a matter of picking up a microphone and hitting the record button. I'm sure you must have something interesting that we'd all love to hear. Okay, on this episode of the podcast, I'm going to describe all the outer controls around the outside edge of the Bofing UV5R. Hopefully it won't be too rambly and hopefully it won't be too boring. But remember... This is all Ken Fallon's fault. Okay, so let's now cover the um, detailed description of controls around the case. So, if we take the actual radio itself and we'll go around the outside edge first of all. So, looking from the front, uh, right hand side, uh, you have a plastic cover uh, which has the letters SP and MIC on it. SP presumably is for speaker and MIC is presumably for mic. I'll just open this up. Now, I don't think the radio is not waterproof or anything like that, but uh, obviously that cover helps if there's uh, light rain or whatever, I suppose. Um, So when you flip that open, uh, you get uh, two jack plugs. Um, Jack plugs, according to Wikipedia, a phone connector, also known as a phone jack, audio jack, headphone jack, or jack plug, is a common family of electrical connectors typically used for analog signals, primarily audio, and they usually come in 3.5 and 2.5 millimeter sizes. 
controversially, Apple is removing these, well, the, the 3.5 from their latest iPhone, I believe. I actually had a conversation with a, a fellow amateur um, recently, and he was talking about, uh, about a weakness uh, on the um, Bofeng UV5R, and that um, the the um, audio can, can can cut cut out from the radio, and this is uh, related to using the, the the speaker jack on the uh, um, on the radio, and they say that people just when when that happened they just throw them in the bucket, but they said that he came across a an article in a web on a website, um, and I'll see if I can find it. Um, which uh, described how to get around that. Now, I don't know if you still do some of the functionality of the actual speaker once doing speaker socket once you do this, uh, but it allows the audio to come through the the main speaker of the radio uh, again, which is what happens. That cuts out, um, supposedly. Um, what these things do is that um, when the jack plug is pushed into the socket, um, it pushes a contact as it makes contact, but as it does that, it it moves it and breaks connection with another contact, which which then disconnects the the speaker inside the radio, so that when you plug headphones headphones in, the radio stops making a noise basically, and something must be going wrong with that that socket inside obviously, um, and um, in fact I've now uh, noticed um, a problem with my own handset uh, if I push it slightly too far in then the um the audio from the uh, covert earpiece cuts in and out a little bit i haven't noticed any, any problem with the radio itself um but the earpiece is a bit iffy when you push it in but it seems to be more to do with the socket and the radio and not the actual earpiece um so maybe i'm going to have a problem like that in in due course as well so that's something to to bear to, to, to think about these these sockets are a bit iffy anyway um I have these same sort of thing on my Sansa clip, and for that reason alone, I, I never take the 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 earpiece out because if you leave them alone, they're, they're they're perfectly fine these sockets. But if you're constantly pulling them in and out, they very quick they fairly quickly fail. Um, I mean, you mean you can get more professional versions of these sockets and plugs, and, and they they're more robust. Uh, I've got uh, the. Uh, the kind of large version of these, and they're not two point, they're not three point five, but they're the bigger ones, which I can't, I don't know what size that is, but it's the, the ones that they use in, in guitars and guitar amps, and I've got one of those on my big HF radio, which I have, and it's got a very solid snap click to it when you push the socket in, and that's very good quality. So you can you can get good quality sockets and plugs, but generally they tend to be cheap, so that's that's something to to watch out for. Um. These two sockets can also be used uh, to program the radio if you uh, you can get a programming cable and with uh, the correct programming cable and software you can you can load frequencies and settings into it and such like that's very useful. Um, the next control round is uh, is a volume control. Um, it's a, a variable resistor, rheostat or potentiometer, um, and as you turn it the Resistance varies uh, in, in, on this device, uh, which in turn adjusts the volume of the audio um, to the speaker. It also has a switch integ- integrated into it, uh, which you can hear it click when you when you when you switch it on. You maybe heard that. There you go. 
that turns the radio off and on. Um, a slight problem I found with that is that um, being on the top, um, if it sits on your belt clip, um, it can actually be moved as you're walking and can gradually bring the volume of the radio down. So that's maybe not terribly clever. Um, my more expensive, older amateur radio handset has a, a side volume control and it's kind of shrouded a little bit to protect it and it never moves. So perhaps a slight weakness in the design, but really still fantastic for the value. So that's that. The next um, control on the device as you, uh, as you work your way around on the top, there's a, there's a kind of clear um, LED on the top. So LED is a, a light emitting diode. A diode is a semiconductor, uh, so-called because under certain conditions it will conduct and in other conditions it won't. You can think of a diode as being a bit like a non-return valve used in plumbing and that, in that it will allow electricity to flow in one direction but not the other. A diode can be manufactured in such a way that it will emit light if voltage with the correct polarity is applied. LEDs were first manufactured around 1960 they have many advantages over conventional bulbs, such as producing very little heat, low energy consumption, longer lifetime and improved physical robustness. It's remarkably useful, this LED, um, when you're wondering about the place. It's, um, you know, you've got the radio with you and it can be a bit dark, you just tap a button and the light comes on and you can see what you're doing. It's, just really, it's amazing that um, how, useful it, how useful it is. Um, the next... Uh, control on the uh, devices is the antenna uh, socket and this uses uh, an SMA connector they call it SMA and of course I didn't look at what SMA stands for um, let's have a wee look connector uh, SMA sub-miniature version A connectors are semi-precision coaxial RF connectors developed in 1960 as a minimal connector interface for coaxial cable with a screw-type coupling mechanism. The connector has a 50-ohm impedance. SMA is designed for use from DC to 18 GHz, but it is most commonly encountered with Wi-Fi antenna systems and USB software-defined radio dongles. So there you go. That's what an SMA stands for. That's what SMA stands for. Sub-miniature version A. I never knew that. Uh, now, where was I? Yes. Um... So a word of warning about the connector on this radio, the, it's um, it's a reverse SMA, so it's the opposite of what you normally you normally get. It's a reverse SMA to SO, you need a reverse SMA to SO239 adapter if you're thinking of attaching a larger radio to the radio, as the SMA connector is a reverse gender to the usual socket found on, on radios like this. I haven't as yet looked into this, but I'm sure it will be easily enough to pick up online. Um, the next control on the radio is the call button. Uh, uh, when the handset is turned on and is in receive mode, a short push of this button turns on the FM broadcast radio, allowing you to listen to normal FM radio uh, stations. Another short push will turn the handset to normal operation. The FM radio broadcast will also turn off if a signal appears on the frequency you were listening to before the call button was pushed. Uh, a long push of the call button when in receive mode 
will flash the word alarm on the button on the bottom line of the LCD display. The front TX RX LED will flash alternatively red and green. The top white LED blinks quickly an audio siren is broadcasted simultaneously through the handset's loudspeaker and on a predefined frequency set up during programming. A short push of the call button will cancel the alarm and return the radio to normal operation. Yeah, well, there's not an awful lot of use for that in amateur use, obviously, but uh, interesting nonetheless. Um, the next button around, uh, as, uh, down from the, the uh, call button, it's a larger button so that it's easier for your finger to to get onto because you're going to be using that this button the most and it's got the words uh, the letters PTT printed on it so the PTT button stands for push to talk the Bofeng UV5R is equipped with a single receive circuit and a single transmit circuit when the push to talk button is pushed it will deactivate the receive circuit and activate the transmit circuit of the handset releasing it will do the opposite this is simplex operation as the radio can either be in receive mode or transmit mode, but not both. Duplex handsets are available which have a single transmit circuit and two receive circuits, allowing the radio to receive two signals at the same time. One of the receive circuits is switched off when the PTT is pushed and the transmitter is then activated, allowing the radio to both receive and transmit at the same time. This makes the radio operate more like a mobile phone which is in fact how a mobile phone or cordless phone works, by transmitting and receiving at the same time. Duplex radios are substantially more complex and therefore more expensive than the Bofeng UV5R. Okay, so the next button along is uh, the monitor button. Uh, it, M-O-N, I think it says on the button, I think, yeah, M-O-N. Uh, the monitor button. This button opens the radio squelch. According to Wikipedia, in telecommunications, squelch is a circuit function that acts to suppress the audio output of a receiver in the absence of a sufficiently strong desired input signal. Squelch is widely used in two-way radios and radio scanners to suppress the sound of channel noise when the radio is not receiving a transmission. Squelch can be opened, which allows all signals entering the receiver to be heard. This can be useful when trying to hear a distant or otherwise weak signal. So I'll just turn that the radio on and let you hear that. Channel mode. So there you go, that's the radio on. So if I push push and hold the monitor button down, you'll hear There you go. And if I if I release the button, then it stops. If you um, what I forgot to mention is if, if you if you momentarily touch this uh, this PTT but this monitor button, then the top LED light comes on. Um, if you touch it a second time, it um, it flashes rapidly, and if you touch it a third time, the LED goes off. So it's a dual function. The the, the mon button. Um, what uh, long press for for uh, opening the squelch and short press for um, activating the uh, the top LED, which as I said before is extremely useful. So that covers all the uh, controls around the outside of the uh, the Bofeng UV5R. 
Okay, that's about it for this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope it wasn't too boring. If you want to contact me, I can be contacted at mrx at hpr at googlemail.com That's mrx at hpr the at symbol googlemail.com So until next time, thank you and goodbye. Listen, 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 You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.